the night shows relationship woes. I need more than sex to nourish my equilibrium. But I do need sex. Yeah, we're here with Dr. Nikki Goldstein. She's the night show's in-house uh, sexologist and relationship coach. And oftentimes, I'll like DM Nikki privately when I've got issues. Albeit very rarely that happens, Nikki. Very rarely. You know, wink, not really wink, well. Wink, wink, wink. Wink, wink in the early days. But now that I'm a seasoned pro at Single Life, uh, you know, you message me for advice. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happened. I've had a wagon wheel and I have energy all of a sudden. Um, no, Nikki Goldstein, the world's best relationship coach. If you have a question about your sex life or your relationship, 131065. Nikki, you ready to take a call? Ready. Uh, who's this Beck has called? Hey, Beck, what's your question for Nikki? You're on the air. Hey, guys. My question is that I just don't know what to do about um, Nick's match libidos. I feel like my partner wants it a bit more than I do. So, mm. like, how do we, like, navigate that in, like, the best way? Classic. That's a classic question, I think, Nikki, right? That happens all the time. Well, this one I would say is the number two question that a sexologist would get. Number one being, how do I spice things up in the bedroom? Number two, what do I do with mismatched libidos? And there's actually so much to unpack when we talk about libidos because I often think that the question comes to mind of why is someone having sex? And I know that sounds really silly, why is someone having sex? But it often goes back to the needs. So someone might be having sex because they really need affection and they're a touchy-feely person and it's the way that they express love. If anybody's read the book, we can say the love language is more physical touch um, and that's why they need sex. For someone else, you know, maybe it's more about pleasure and they, they really need lots of orgasms and that's how they kind of like to function daily and they wake up in the morning and they have an orgasm, it's like a coffee. So, you know, you need to have these conversations around why sex is important because if you have mismatched libidos and let's just say it is a matter of the love language being affectionate touch and that ha- that's how they connect with someone, then it might be a situation of, okay, you don't feel like having sex all the time But if that's your partner's love language, you can show them a lot more affection. You can find other ways to be intimate with them physically. So they're getting their need met without necessarily having sex. Or say it is about sexual pleasure. Maybe it's a matter of saying, honey, let's try some mutual masturbation or, you know, something along those lines because I just don't feel like having a full-blown session tonight. Um, so those conversations really have to have have to have been had because I think it is really an urban myth that we find someone that we love and that automatically if that relationship is right and successful that we should both want sex the same yes. amount. Also, Nikki, like at the start of a relationship, sometimes you can be lured into a false sense of, oh my God, we both have the same sex drive, but no, you're just both so horny for each other because you're in the honeymoon phase and it's the early yeah, part of the relationship. New. Yeah, yeah. You want to play with a new toy when you get it all the time. Yeah. Um, and then I think as the relationship goes on, you actually have to work at your relationship and your sex life because we tend to dive into relationships and you're right, we're in that honeymoon period, but we don't actually communicate about sex. So what can Beck do? Like chat? Like like talk to her partner? (laughs) Talk to your partner, but you need to find out why they like sex as many times as they do. Is it a matter of because I like to get off? Is it a matter of pleasure? Is it a way to communicate, to feel connected, to feel secure? And you need to have those conversations around, okay, if you don't want it as much as your partner does, 
you also need to reassure them that it doesn't mean that you don't like them any less or it doesn't mean that you're not attracted to them or you're not in love with them. But also explaining why you don't want sex all the time is a really good way because I think people can get rejected or feel rejected when their partner doesn't want as much sex as they do, which can also be a driver for conflict in this scenario. And instead of being able to go, okay, that's all right, you don't want sex as much as me, sometimes I think it encourages people to want sex even more because it's nearly like they're trying to push them into the corner Mm. to say, do you really like me? Are you really attracted to me? Let's just see if this theory is right. Okay, Beck, how'd that go? Does that work? Yeah, I, I forgot that you could just communicate. Um, that's actually really good advice. Thank you. <laughs> that's like the key thing, Beck. Like you gotta use your mouth to talk, and then for other things, you know. Which, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Beck. Hope yeah. that helps. Um, uh, there you, you go. Doc, the magic of Dr. Nikki Goldstein. If you want to uh, potentially get a one-on-one with Nikki, or you can shop her range of toys at drnikkishop.com.au. Thank you for coming back on the show, Nikki. We love you. Thank you for having me. Love you back. All right, everyone. We got a hundred dollars worth of free fuel up for grabs tonight. If you want free gas, thirteen one zero six five. It's yours to win inside the next ten on Kiss.